Hey, friends, and welcome to episode 36 of It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. I'm your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is all about busting some myths, five common time management myths to be exact. I'll be honest, there were definitely times in my life that I believed each of the lies about what it takes to manage your time well, be productive, and live your best life. But research, experimentation, trial and error, and hours spent coaching time management clients have shown me the truth. And I can't wait for the truth to set you free. So today, I'm dispelling five common time management myths from what it really means to be productive to the pitfalls of the perfect morning, the perfect planner, and the perfect system. Plus, I'll explain why all hours are not created equally despite sharing the same 60 minutes. And finally, I'll reveal the single most important thing you should have to master time management, design a schedule, and build a life you truly love. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and listening in the car while running errands, folding laundry, or maybe you're out for an afternoon walk, and it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I've mentioned. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 36. And if you're listening on the day this episode goes live, Monday, July 6th, then we are officially six days into Chaos to Clarity Live, a totally free, limited time, one of a kind group coaching experience that kicked off on July 1st. If this is the first you're hearing of it, you are in luck because it's not too late to join us over in the private coaching community for live workshops, mini trainings, and Q&As with me. Plus, you might have an opportunity to jump in the hot seat for a group coaching session. If you've ever wondered what it would be like to be a part of a group coaching program, You won't want to miss this opportunity before the group closes on Wednesday, July 15th. The sooner you join us, the sooner you can take advantage of the free workshops, training, and coaching inside the group. To grab your spot and get access to the Chaos to Clarity live private community, close out of this podcast. It's okay. You can come right back and head straight to AnnaDCornett.com forward slash live. Enter your name and email and you'll have everything you need to experience group coaching with me for free. And if you're curious, group coaching programs are typically priced at anywhere from $500 to $2,000 or more. So you don't want to miss out on this opportunity to try out free group coaching. Head to AnnaDCornick.com forward slash live right now to grab your spot in this amazing limited time, one of a kind group coaching experience. I can't wait to see you over there inside of Chaos to Clarity Live. All right, 
it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. True or false? Fact or fiction? Myth or reality? Sometimes it's hard to know what to believe these days. Whether someone is screaming fake news at us or using shifty statistics to tell a story that isn't quite the whole story, we're stuck sorting out the fact from the fiction on a far too regular basis. That's why I'm tackling five super common time management myths for you right here, right now, so you don't have to wonder or worry about them any longer. I've got you, so let's do this. Myth number one, in order to be good at time management, every minute of your day must be used productively. As much as I love being productive and crossing things off of a to-do list, this is just not the case. What stinks is that far too often, at the end of a long day, so many of us look back at the past 12 to 14 hours and label it a failure. Why? Because we didn't do everything we wanted to do. Because we wasted some time. Because we didn't finish everything on our to-do list. And because we weren't productive with every single minute. First of all, I'm here to tell you to cut yourself some slack and give yourself some grace. Because not only is it impossible to be productive with every single second of your day, it's just not necessary. Second of all, I invite you to answer this question. What does productivity mean to you? Because your answer to this question has the potential to change everything. Most importantly, your mindset as you approach how to spend your hours and minutes of the day. You see, when you look at the actual academic definition of productivity, you get something along the lines of the effectiveness of productive effort, especially in industry, as measured in terms of rate of output per unit of input. And while that may be an official definition of productivity or productivity in the workplace, the rate of output per unit of input, sounds a whole lot more applicable to a machine in a factory than an actual living, breathing, creative, problem-solving person. So I encourage you to choose your own adventure and decide what productivity means to you. For me... Being productive means using my time in the best way possible in any given moment based on my energy, my ability to focus, and my priorities. In fact, 
Even after I've decided my schedule for the day, I'll assess my energy and my ability to focus before moving forward with my next task to make sure my energy and focus can match up with the importance or complexity of the task at hand. So for example, if the next thing on my list is to write a podcast episode, but I'm having trouble focusing because five of my neighbors are doing yard work, I might swap out podcast writing, which requires a lot of focus for me, and do something that doesn't require quite as much focus, like engaging on social media or researching potential future podcast guests. And sometimes, if my energy is low and my ability to focus is low, the most productive thing I can do in that moment is rest. And that goes for you too. Sometimes if your energy is low and your ability to focus is low, the most productive thing you can do is rest. Now, maybe you can't drop everything and take a nap whenever you want, but maybe you can go for a walk. Just step away from a project logjam and clear your head. Or stare into space for a little bit. Seriously. Research has shown that idle time during the workday, and I don't mean idle time spent scrolling social media, but idle time such as taking a walk can actually help you accomplish more later in the day. Downtime replenishes the brain's stores of attention and motivation, encourages productivity and creativity, and is essential to both achieve our highest levels of performance, and simply form stable memories in everyday life. And that's pulled directly from an article from Scientific American. So science says that sometimes doing nothing at all can be the most productive thing you can do. So how can you be intentional about this productive downtime? Try scheduling five-minute breaks throughout your day to take a quick walk or step outside. Go grab a snack and aim for something with healthy fats or proteins to prevent a sugar crash later. And if you're stuck in one spot and walks or midday snacks are out of the question, just let yourself stare into space for a bit. And if you can swing it, go take a power nap. Myth number two. Every minute of your day must be perfectly scheduled. Sure, some days will call for a tightly executed itinerary. Maybe you're catching an early flight and heading to a conference or a series of meetings and every minute counts. But for most of us, most days just don't look like that and we have some flexibility in our schedules. One of the biggest time management pitfalls I encounter with my clients is the pitfall of taking time blocking too far. Time blocking is the strategy of adding blocks or appointments with yourself to your calendar that represent the work you will complete during that period of time. Time blocking is a fantastic strategy because it helps combat Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law states that work expands to fill the time available. So if you add a one-hour block to your calendar to work on your TPS report, 
you will very often finish that TPS report in that hour because you've created a boundary for yourself. The problem with taking time blocking too far is when the planning fallacy kicks in. The planning fallacy describes the fact that we often underestimate how long something is going to take us. So if this is you and you consistently underestimate how long something's going to take you, you are not alone. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you wanna know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDCornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. So when you design a schedule full of underestimated and therefore unrealistic time blocks, and you leave zero white space, whenever that first time block accidentally overflows into the second, and then the second overflows into the third until the fourth is basically non-existent, well, you've set yourself up for failure. And that's why leaving some white space in your day, think of it as expecting the unexpected, is a much better strategy than a minute-by-minute plan for your workday. The same goes for perfectly orchestrated morning routines, which rarely go perfectly, especially if you have the unpredictability of kids or pets in the mix. Years ago, I created something I called My Perfect Morning. It was my perfect vision for a morning routine. It included working out, taking Penelope for a walk around the neighborhood, journaling, reading my Bible, eating a well-balanced breakfast, and getting out of the door in plenty of time to stop for a coffee on the way to the office. The problem was, 
It wasn't realistic at all. I think I would have had to wake up at 4.30 in order to fit everything in that I dreamed up. And 4.30 definitely isn't a realistic wake-up time for me. But what happened is that I'd wake up, say, at 6.30, desperately try to squeeze everything in. Inevitably, I would fail. And then I would start my morning, start my workday on a sour note. So as you can see by my example, going overboard, whether it's creating a workday with no white space or a perfect morning that's actually perfectly impossible, every minute of your day does not have to be perfectly scheduled. Myth number three, the perfect planner will solve all of your problems. Oh, the search for the perfect planner the perfect app, system, or digital calendar. I really hate to be the one to break it to you, but the perfect any of those things probably doesn't exist. And there are so many different options with more planners and apps hitting the market each day that you could literally never stop searching, trying, and spending a lot of money in the process on the quest for that perfect tool. Instead of continuing your journey on the never-ending quest for the perfect planner, my advice is to pick something pretty good and commit to making it work. Because when you've committed to using it and committed to making it work, you'll problem solve and find a way. You've heard me mention Trello 50 bajillion times by now. But you know what? Trello isn't perfect. There are things about it that annoy me. And there have been times that I've wanted to peek across the fence and see if the grass is greener and test drive a new system like Asana or Monday.com or Todoist or something else. But I've committed to making Trello work. And 95% of it is a perfect fit for me. Maybe one day I'll switch to something else. But for now, I've committed to Trello. The most important thing that you can do is pick something, commit, and be consistent. The best planner, app, system, whatever, the best for you is the one you'll actually use. Myth number four. All 24 hours of the day are created equally. (laughs) Yes, technically every hour in the day has 60 minutes or 3,600 seconds if you want to get granular about it. But when it comes to work, productivity, and most importantly, your energy level, not all hours in the day are created equal. Anyone who has nodded off on a post-lunch conference call or made a 2 p.m. Starbucks run for a jolt of caffeine knows exactly what I'm talking about. We all experience different energy peaks and valleys throughout the day, depending on our biological chronotypes or, or our internal clocks. We all experience different energy peaks and valleys throughout the day, depending on our biological chronotypes, aka our internal clocks. We're not machines or robots. 
we're humans. And we just can't power through 8 to 12 hours of work creating truly consistent results for all 8 to 12 of those hours. Some hours are just going to be more productive than others because we're bringing more of our natural energy to those hours. That's why it's so important to know when your personal energy peaks and valleys are throughout the day. Knowing your peak energy windows enables you to schedule your most important work during that time, allowing you to maximize your results. And knowing your energy valleys helps you be strategic about taking breaks or the type of work to reserve for that low energy time of day. Brainstorming, easy administrative work, going for a walk or taking a nap if you can, can all be great ways to use your energy valley well. Myth number five, good time management starts with how you're spending your time. Nope, not even close. And here's why. If how you are spending your time right now, the stuff taking up space on your calendar, maybe that includes a job you don't really like or clients you don't love serving, obligations you felt guilted or pressured into, or maybe even friendships or relationships you've outgrown. If the stuff on your calendar doesn't reflect what you actually value, then you're just moving pointless junk around. When you start by seeking clarity and getting crystal clear about what matters most to you, your core values, your personal mission, your calling, your vision for the future, your goals, and your dreams, When you get clear on those things, only then can you truly begin building a life and designing a schedule that's a reflection of the clarity you have. When you get clear about what matters most to you, you can decide where you want to go, how you want to get there, and how you'll spend your time. That, my friend, is what good time management is all about. It starts with your heart and giving yourself the space and permission to get the clarity you need to make confident, intentional choices about how to spend your time. One of my current time management coaching clients shared with me recently that for the first time after working together, She has clarity. And this is how she explains it. Clarity means a few different things. Having clarity gives me the confidence to accomplish a goal before me. Clarity means freedom from being confused in life. Having clarity is giving myself the green light to pursue my dreams confidently. It's a weight lifted off my chest, mentally, but also physically. Do you want that kind of clarity? Are you ready to move forward and start designing a life with intention, confidence, 
and freedom from confusion? Are you ready to leave behind the chaos of unclear priorities, overwhelming to-do lists, and a planner full of junk that just doesn't reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to find your own clarity? If you're nodding your head and thinking, oh yes, this is exactly what I need, then you are invited to join me in Chaos to Clarity Live, a totally free, limited time, and one-of-a-kind group coaching experience that features live workshops, mini trainings, and Q&A sessions jam-packed with actionable tips and strategies for making your minutes count. This two-week group coaching experience kicked off on Wednesday, June 1st, and will close on Wednesday, June 15th. All good things must come to an end, so be sure to join us and jump in before it closes on Wednesday, June 15th. You can grab your spot in the group and get access to the private group coaching community by closing out of this podcast and going straight to AnnaDCornick.com forward slash live. Enter your name and email address and everything you need to dive right in will be sent straight to your inbox. If you've ever wondered what it's like to be part of a group coaching program, to be part of a community of people learning together, supporting one another and working toward the same goal, this is your chance to find out for free. I would love the opportunity to coach you in the group before it closes for good on Wednesday, June 15th. So get in there as soon as you can so you don't miss a thing. One more time, head over to AnnaDCornick.com forward slash live, that's L-I-V-E, to grab your spot and join us for Chaos to Clarity Live. All right. That's all for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you over in Chaos to Clarity Live. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.